The difficult thing is that vulnerability is the first thing I look for in you and the last thing I'm willing to show you. In you, it's courage and daring. In me, it's weakness. That's a quote from Brene Brown, and she's really great when it comes to talking about vulnerability and shame and processing all that stuff. If you see someone being raw, honest, and vulnerable, you likely would find them to be strong and courageous. But for some reason, when we think about being raw, honest, and vulnerable ourselves, we think we're showing our weakness. Today, we're going to talk about finding our strength in vulnerability and strengthening our relationships through vulnerability. Because when we can overcome this odd notion that our vulnerability is weakness, we can be strong in that state. In fact, I'm going to start this episode with my own vulnerability. I'll be honest, there's a part of me that thinks that's dumb because when you put yourself out there as a coach or as a leader or whatever it is in this space, you feel like you have to have your act together. You have to have everything together. You have to be strong or people will completely discount you and your ability to help them. That's not true. And I'm going to go against my better judgment or not even better judgment, but my instinct. And I'm going to rip open my shirt figuratively, not literally. Nobody needs to see that even in a podcast and expose a bit of myself, my vulnerability to you right after this intro. So let's go. Welcome to Mental Mastery Moment. I'm your coach, Paul Desmond Adams. Think of this show as your quick daily coaching session. Each 10 to 15 minute episode is designed to help you live the life you were created to live. I'll help you realign your mindset, maximize your productivity, deepen your relationships, and tap into your infinite creative source. On Wednesdays, we talk about people and relationships because no matter what you're doing in life, no matter what your business is about, people will be the most important part of anything you do. So let's get started now with today's episode of Mental Mastery Moment. All right, well, as promised, my vulnerability. I'm just not ready to share it right now. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I'll share it with you. Uh, if you listened to yesterday's episode about the difference between laziness and depression, you may have already realized this, but I'm going to just state it clearly. That was about me. It was all about myself. My entire adult life, I've been Mr. Positivity. I've been that go-getter, that one you can't keep up with, that one who charges ahead. Go, 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 go. I've been that person who would have called somebody with depression lazy. That would have been me not long ago. I mean, like, oh, you just need to get up and move forward. You're just using that depression thing as an excuse. I've even had moments of that about myself in the past 24 hours. Yep, even after all that I shared on yesterday's episode, I was still tough on myself about that. And I'll tell you, it was actually my youngest daughter. She's only 21. She said, Dad, if anyone thinks that about you, they're not your audience. You have to speak to your audience audience. And I hope you're still with me and I hope you can still gain value from this podcast and maybe even someday if needed, coaching with me if if you need that. So with that said, you're welcome to stop this episode. Unsubscribe if you'd like. Find a show with a powerful host who has no weaknesses. Find a coach who isn't currently struggling, currently struggling with anything. And if that's what you're looking for, I really encourage you to go do that. But at some point, you may want to come back to this show for some vulnerability. But 
I totally understand if you want something different. So I'll let you do that now if you want to. So if you're still with me, thank you. We now have a relationship that allows us, you and me, to be vulnerable with each other. This is key to the very best relationships anyone can have. Hopefully, I've shown you that our relationship is now a safe space for both of us. With that said, let's jump into this idea of vulnerability. So what is vulnerability? What is it? It's about openly sharing your emotions. It's about openly sharing your desires without concern for how it's going to be received by others. It's not about hurting others, but there's a little bit of that. It's, it's kind of hard to tiptoe through that issue, but I'll try to explain it as we move through the episode. It's about not worrying about how it might impact someone's perception of you. And this is not easy. It's not at all. There are consequences to us. And most of us, we have this fear of those consequences that come from being vulnerable, come from being honest, come from just sharing our true self. It's not easy. We're afraid of those consequences. Just like I mentioned a moment ago, consequence might be you're like, oh, this guy, oh, what's he going to teach me? He hasn't even got his own act together. Nope, I haven't. But I got, I got a lot of things I can help you out with. I got a lot of things I can offer you, and I'm sure you have some things you can offer me. But being vulnerable means setting aside your desire, really your ego's desire, to be perceived as perfect. Admit your flaws and shortcomings with others. This is about accepting who you are and being honest about that with others. This is about accepting who you are, that self-awareness, knowing like, oh, that's an area I'm a little bit weak right there, and then being honest with others about that weakness. And we don't want to do that because of the consequences. And this goes back to our reptilian brain. If you're not familiar with the three types of brains we have, there's the reptilian brain, which is our instinctive response. And there's the mammalian, which is our emotional response, our implicit memory, not explicit memory, but that felt sense, that felt memory. And then the homo sapien brain, which is our self-awareness, our cognitive thought and our executive function. I don't want to go too deep into all that. There's a whole lesson on that if you want. But a reptilian brain is our instinctive response. It's a part of the brain that has that innate survival instinct. And this goes back when we were just trying to survive as a tribe. And if you showed weakness to your tribe, you were done. They had no need for you because you were weak and you were cast out. And when you were cast out alone back then, that meant you were probably going to die pretty soon because you didn't survive on your own at that time. So you have this instinctive response to protect yourself from being kicked out of the tribe from not being vulnerable, not sharing your struggles or your weaknesses. And because that's in your reptilian brain, that means you don't have to consciously think about your need for survival. It fights your desire to be vulnerable. It goes beyond your cognitive thought. It may even be something that isn't even conscious for you. It's not felt and it's not thought. You just don't do it. And that's the default state for most of us. But let me let me just caution you really quick when it comes to being vulnerable and sharing about yourself. This isn't about endlessly beating yourself up. You're great at a lot of things and not so great at a few other things. You have to strike that authentic balance. Don't vomit all of your shortcomings over everybody you meet. 
There's different people that you share different things with, but those areas where you struggle, be honest and vulnerable about those. But don't only focus on those. Nobody wants to be around a Debbie Downer. Like everything they tell you is like, oh, yeah, I'm not very, oh, oh, yeah, I messed up at that before. And everything is negative, negative, negative. That's not being authentic and vulnerable either. The vast majority of what you're doing in life is good and you're good at it. But those few things that you struggle with, be honest about it. Truthfully, the more you do this, the easier it becomes. But never let it just become a robotic response. Don't just share up without feeling, without thought. Be authentic. Share if it's personal and it's vulnerable. Share that it might make you cry. It might make you, you know, stutter a little bit as you're sharing it. So don't become robotic about it. But it does become easier the more you do it, the more often you're vulnerable and you don't die. (laughs) because that reptilian brain thinks you're going to, the more you're able to share that. And here's a big thing. Don't blame your shortcomings on others. In tomorrow's episode, I'm going to go into that idea a little bit more from a spiritual perspective, why we have that desire to blame others for things in our life. When you blame others, you absolve yourself of any responsibility for changing that shortcoming. If you didn't cause that shortcoming, you can't change it, right? That's what we think. Even if someone hurts you, and that can be the case, and that can cause you to struggle in certain areas, you still control your response to that harm that somebody did to you. And again, tomorrow's episode, we dig a little bit more into that, what you allow to affect you and things like that from a spiritual point of view. Being vulnerable in a relationship also means letting the other person know when they've hurt you. This can actually be harder than any other type of vulnerability. Because you're showing your soft spots, your weak areas. You're letting them know, when you say that to me, it hurts me. You're basically giving them ammunition if they ever want to hurt you in the future. You've just said, don't hit me here, it hurts the most. And that can be hard to do. Now, as soon as I say being vulnerable is good for your relationships, we start to use it as a way of manipulating, of deepening a relationship. Well, if I'm vulnerable, then they'll like me more because they'll feel I'm being honest with them, will create trust, and that might lead to a sale, or that might lead to them doing what I want them to do in the relationship. Don't fake your vulnerability. So now you understand what vulnerability is and isn't. How does this improve relationships? Well, hopefully... Through all this, you can see where that improves relationships. But when you're honest and vulnerable, you create an environment where both of you feel safe being honest and vulnerable. And that'll bring that honesty into your relationship from both sides. And obviously, it goes without saying, honesty in a relationship is always going to improve the relationship. Now, honesty can hurt. It can definitely hurt. But It's always going to improve the relationship if you both come at it with the desire to work through it. Think about a puzzle, because that's really what relationships come down to. Different puzzle pieces. I have a puzzle piece. You have a puzzle piece. We've got to figure out how those work together, how they come together. And when you finish that puzzle, you have this beautiful thing at the end, this picture, this relationship that's all put together. And most of us, especially with our spouse, our significant other, That puzzle can take a lifetime to put together, but definitely after you get all the edges done, right, with any puzzle, it becomes a lot easier to put the middle pieces in and stuff like that. But here's when a puzzle is really hard to put together, when there's a few pieces missing. When we're not vulnerable, we're holding back some of the puzzle pieces. We're not putting them out on the table. 
Even those puzzle pieces you don't want to share until we've got more of the puzzle put together. I'm going to hold this one back until I kind of see what they've put out there. What pieces have they got? Oh, okay, they shared that. All right, I'll share this. That is what happens. But if you're going to be the one who's going to be vulnerable, you got to put your pieces on the table. And that'll help them because that piece of the puzzle may make everything else in the puzzle easier to put together. Maybe that vulnerability is that little corner piece that we always look for when we put a puzzle together. It's like, okay, got the four corners done. That makes everything easier, right? And you don't want to be jamming pieces in there, right, that don't really fit. And that brings up something else. Make sure the puzzle pieces you're sharing are for this puzzle. You may have other things. If you're in a business relationship, You don't have to share, to be vulnerable, puzzle pieces that go to your marriage relationship or to your family relationship or some other relationship. Make sure the puzzle pieces you're putting together are appropriate for that relationship. Those are the pieces to that relationship. Don't take all these puzzle pieces out of your pocket and go, oh, here's everything I got, all the flaws I got, boom, here you go. Because now you're trying to sort through the ones that apply to this relationship and the ones that don't. Something we teach in radio and podcasting is knowing the difference between personal and private. When you're building trust with somebody, sharing personal stuff is good for that relationship. When you're on the radio or you're doing a podcast like this is a great example. Just know the difference between personal and private. Share your personal stuff. Don't share your private stuff. This is that big, ugly thing that makes relationships a lot better that none of us really want to do. And relationships in all areas of our life. I hope this has helped you. I really, really do. Be vulnerable with somebody. Tell them where you've come up short. Tell them what you're struggling with right now. It really will build a strong, lasting relationship with the people in your life. I sure appreciate you. You're a wonderful person for listening to this podcast. I would love if you could share this podcast with somebody else. It's real easy to do. No matter what app you're listening in, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever it is, there's usually a little share button. So I'd appreciate it if this spoke to you. Maybe you have somebody you're in a relationship with and you want them to listen to this so that you can both approach it with some vulnerability. Please do that. And of course, if the show has helped you, would you rate it and review it? And you can usually do that right inside of the app you're listening to or listening on right now. Just give it a five-star rating. And if you want to share why you did that, I would really, really appreciate that. Thank you so very much. And as always, I really do hope that your reach extends beyond your grasp.